0: Hello everyone, this is Ugly People. I'm Steve. And I'm Kim. And today we're talking about Birthing Babies, Part 2. So last episode we did uh, some some feedback from people was that I get off topic. Yeah. And by people I mean Kim said that.
1: Kim also said redo the whole thing. Yeah. But Steve said no. <laughs> so
0: uh, this time around we're gonna be a little more focused uh, I make no promises on my tangents. It's just my nature. But <coughs> I Kim, have is, my list. Kim is here to keep me focused. So <laughs> that is something we'll get into when we talk about more marriage related stuff. Hey,
1: uh, birth and babies.
0: Birth and babies this time. So we're going to continue kind of in the same vein of thought as the last episode. Uh, we're going to talk about mostly like the things before, during, and after birth of a child. So not so much, you know. Once their toddler age passed, it's mostly just like the first
1: six weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, what is the first thing you have on your list?
1: Actually, I want to start out with a quote. Okay. It says, "Parenting is a lot like playing video games. The longer you play, the harder the levels get." That's good. I. But there's
0: one difference. There's no cheat codes.
1: No, and the rules change all all the time, and nobody tells you. Yep. Alright, so first thing on my list that uh, nobody uh, really talks about that is that your hormones make you want to kill everybody mm-hmm. over little things. Mm-hmm. I mean, during pregnancy, and I guess postpartum as well, but more so for me anyway, mm-hmm. during pregnancy. I snapped earlier because I'm not proud of it.
0: So, <laughs> see, yeah, <laughs> she screamed at me earlier. We were in the kitchen, I was mixing cookies, cookie dough, and you were watching the cookie sheet, and you bumped into me, and I thought you were just messing around, so I I started leaning backwards to try to bump you back, and then I noticed you weren't there, and...
1: You shoved me into, like, not on purpose, like, into the sink, yeah. and I lost it. Yeah,
0: no, like, I, I, I picked the bowl up, and backed up with the bowl, and bumped into you, And I have, I don't think you've ever screamed at me like that before. Like, not in real anger. You've done, like, a fake, you know, whatever, but not like a real. I really haven't. Yeah.
1: And I, am even afterwards, I'm like, what was that?
0: Yeah. I was pretty mad, too. Like, I I probably overreacted more than I should have, but pregnancy hormones. So, I I think I even told you, I was like, look, if you're going to be like this, (laughs) let's not have this discussion right now, because we were talking about something, something else. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We were in the middle of a discussion when that happened. And I'm like, if, if this is how we're going to be, I'm not doing it. Now, obviously, we've been married for coming up on 10 years. This is our fifth child. We're kind of through past the point of just allowing those hormones to, to, to you know, make run their, their Run their course. That was a phrase. Thank you. Uh, so, I mean, early on, not only would I have pro- probably not said that,
1: you probably wouldn't have been that close to me anyway. Right.
0: Well, the thing is, is I wouldn't have been dumb enough to say something like that. And maybe I would have. I was pretty young. But my point is, is you snapped. And luckily, I mean, at first we both snapped back at each other. Yeah. Like, bam, bam, bam. But after a couple of seconds, I think we both was like, okay, that was abnormal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it threw us both. Like, it didn't take us long to figure it out. What in the world are you doing? And right. I'm like, Oh, yeah. my gosh.
0: Yeah, because I was just being playful because I thought you were doing the same. It was just total misunderstanding. Yeah. But that's the point. That's the whole thing about that. It's kind of un—it's kind of known that there's the hormones and, oh, she's crazy and all this and that, you know, all the things people say.
1: Oh, I completely get I'm but crazy. But there's
0: the real-life application of sometimes you're, you know, if you're the father, you know, if it's your girlfriend, your wife, whatever, sometimes she's going to snap at you. And I wasn't in the state of mind to to catch it, that that was just a weird mm-hmm. thing. It, you know, I just snapped right back because it was so. I think, like I said, you've never yelled at me like that ever. I, not even know. like not even playing around. I don't think even playing around. Usually, there's like a tone. It's, you know, you kind of. This say. was
1: more of a tantrum. So when you got pregnant,
0: awful. when you got pregnant with Noah, with Noah, and you took the test, mm-hmm. and I was in the bedroom and I hear Stephen. And it was like a urgency. It was a panic. Yeah, and I'm oh it's going on? oh I come running and, and you're holding up this pregnancy test. God dang it. <laughs> not another one. And here we are at number five. <laughs> and uh so that's it's a real thing. So I guess to the uh, the newly expecting parents or maybe you're going around for round two, uh, Let's not to forget that sometimes you're gonna have things and it's okay to have them, but it's also important to realize your body is growing, somebody, Yeah. and it's gonna happen, and you just kind of have to be aware of it.
1: You be aware of it is a good mm-hmm. good way to put up. Yep. But sometimes you have to just stop and say, "Well, that was weird," mm-hmm. and apologize. And it's okay. Yeah,
0: it's okay. And don't have don't have so much pride or trying to save face. Like, don't. I'm saying, don't own that. As, as far as like, I'm just gonna stick with this anger and and keep going. Yeah. I think we both we both had to kind of stop. And say, "Hold up, yeah. Not this is not normal, yeah. Uh, so, something to be in the aware in the back aware of in the back of your mind. So, yes. what's your next thing?
1: Okay, point number two for me anyway. There's going to be a lot of hair, a lot of a hair, a ton of hair. Yeah, you will grow. Well, you'll find yourself needing to shave everything every day, <laughs> maybe multiple times a day. Mm-hmm. For me, when I was pregnant with the boys. Yep. You, the facial hair that, like, just like little things that spread yeah, up, yeah, little like that, peach It's flies. so gross. Yeah. And having to shave your legs
0: mm-hmm.
1: every day. I remember. You, uh, I mean, I hate shaving my legs. Yeah, I know. Uh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> but like now that now that I'm pregnant with Jordan, I can literally like my hair grow. My, the hair growth has gone back to normal. Mm-hmm. I can get by with shaving every three days,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it would be okay. Right. But like. Your armpits, having to shave them twice a day, mm-hmm. just to keep your hair level.
0: By the way, if you hear some like manly, rumbling or tapping, our cat is climbing on the truck.
1: Yeah, she's jealous. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, something to that point, I remember uh, my buddy at work, Cody, mm-hmm. uh, and he, he his wife got pregnant uh, last year, mm-hmm. and I, and I think she was only a few weeks on. And I said, "Oh, does she grow a mustache yet?"
1: That was two years ago.
0: Was it really? Yeah. And uh, he goes, "What?" And I said. Oh, just wait. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, she'll curl a mustache. And uh, sure enough, a couple weeks later, he's like... And they all call me... They call me Giggles at work. He's like, Giggles, you were right. I was like, I know. <laughs> like I've had four kids, dude. I know a thing or two about this. But it's kind of one of those things, you know, guys... I know guys are grossed out by, you know, females having a lot of extra hair. So are we. Yeah, absolutely. She's So the thing to remember for the guys is she is... 10 times more embarrassed about it than you are, than you you are grossed out by it or how weirded out. It's part of it, right? But it's okay. I think it's important to talk about it. We joke about it a lot. (laughs) You know I don't really care at the end of the day. You Uh, need to
1: shave your mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go wax your face. Yeah, so I would say things
0: like, because I have to shave for work, and I'd say, oh, I better go shave. And she'd be like, me too. We both laugh about it. Like, (laughs) it's good to have the sense of humor about things like that. Because they're going to happen. Your body is going through so many changes, uh, you're growing somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a that's a big deal. And in the in the course of growing somebody, you're gonna grow some hair. I mean, you're literally coursing with human growth hormone with testosterone, especially with boys. So oh much. I, I don't think it's been as bad with Jordan.
1: No, not nearly as bad. Because
0: I, I think because she's she's a girl, uh, which is another good confirmation for me that she actually is a girl. <laughs> so what's your next point?
1: Um, moving on from pregnancy to birth, mm-hmm. let's go with our birth plan. Because a lot of the times women go in saying, I've got this birth plan and I don't want to let go of it. That's fine. But when your birth plan gets in the way of your health and the health of your baby, it's okay to let it go. It does not make you less of a mom. It doesn't mean that you are a bad person Mm -hmm. or your body failed you.
0: Yeah, that's a good point too.
1: Because birth plans are just that a plan because i know i guess it's the start of parenting
0: yeah that's what i was thinking realizing
1: that you just because you have a plan your kid's gonna screw it up Mm -hmm.
0: yeah that's that's really like one of the biggest first lessons in in having kids is you have all these plans i mean how many people do we know and for those listening how many people do you know if say you're, you're you've gotten pregnant you're about to have your first kid uh, or when you did have your first kid, how many of your non-child having friends? Well, when I have a kid, I'm going to do this, and my kids are going to be like this, well, and they're going to. That's a different that. point. Yeah, I'll uh, make a that bit, later. But but the thing is, is you make these big plans, and you like you try to plan because I think. You're trying to control it, not in a negative way, like you know, iron grip control. You're trying
1: to be prepared.
0: Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I think it's equally important to realize that sometimes it just goes out the window. Yeah, I mean, for our first, our for Isaac, you wanted to have a natural birth. Yeah, it was part of the plan. And when we did our last ultrasound, the doctor said, "Well, he's measuring this. I think he said ten. It was like ten eight or something. It's pretty big kid." 10.
1: Ten seven,
0: and he was concerned that there was going to be like tearing and some other damage. Well,
1: he told me he goes, "You cannot, you cannot give birth to a baby that big." And I mean, I trusted which, him. That which is part at of the my time life. we didn't know better. You yeah. can totally
0: have a baby that big.
1: Yeah, that that's part of what I've written down mm-hmm. is, um, be your own advocate and the mm-hmm. advocate for your baby. Mm-hmm because doctors and nurses sometimes bully you into what they Absolutely. want Absolutely. to fit their schedule yes because for me when they told me you're we're scheduling your c-section you're going to do it this way I didn't know I could advocate yeah. for myself I didn't know I could say no yeah and for the long t- longest time I had no idea they worked for me
0: right why well, I, I, I think that. Kinda I think we kind of mentioned just... that last time but it's important to remember that when you're going to a hospital, that is a, you are paying for a service. Yeah. I.e., it's the same thing if you take your car to the mechanic shop and he tries to sell you, you know, hey, I'm here for brake pads. Well, your rotors look pretty wore out. You, it's okay to get a second opinion. Yeah. If anything, it's encouraged. Yeah. Uh, it, whatever it is, whatever services you would normally pay for as far as getting something worked on, you know, if. If you're if you or if you hire a plumber to fix a leaky pipe and he says, "Hey, your entire toilet needs replaced," probably gonna you know maybe get someone else to look at it unless
1: unless it's somebody you trust, no right? And that's kind of so well. that's
0: probably not the best example. But doctors, they're a service, right? Mm-hmm. They in, in no way can a doctor tell you what you can and cannot do. Now that being said, you know if 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 they're bringing a serious concern to you, that's what they're they're trained for that. You know, that's not to say completely ignore them, that they're all, you know, bad people out to get you. Mm-hmm. I think, generally speaking... Uh,
1: they bring their concerns because they're mm-hmm. concerned.
0: And, then, and you can also kind of tell by their attitude. You know, if they're that's, coming at yeah. you in a dismissive way, well, we're going to do this. It, if they're communicating... If your doctor is communicating to you in a we're going to type of language... Right. probably need to find a new doctor. Because yes. our current doctor says, well, what do you think about this? Hey, we should try this. What do you think? You know, he kind of... He gives he, us the idea. Even he it gives might just you be a, options. It might even just be a sales pitch. He really wants you to do one thing. But Actually,
1: you just need was, to be aware. There was a few med- There were there have been a few medicines I had asked about, and he had told me his honest opinion. He goes, "Yes, I prescribe these, but they're not my favorite."
0: hmm
1: And this is why he's right. he's all about oh, honest yeah. and open yeah. communication. That was really good. Which I like that. Yep. And. He goes, if you are comfortable with taking the risks, then we'll do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not.
0: Man, I, I appreciate but, that. Um,
1: if you going to comfortable with taking risks, if you are not comfortable with taking the risks of advocating for yourself, find somebody who is mm-hmm. able to go with you. Yeah. Whether it be your significant other or even the patient advocate at the hospital.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because that's their job.
0: Wouldn't a a doula, or is that what it's called, fill that role as well? That is exactly frequent. Yes,
1: that is exactly the job of a doula.
0: Yep. So that's something important to remember. So what's next on your list?
1: Um. Well, this one's really gross.
0: Go for it. The first
1: poop after you give birth (laughs) is pretty traumatic. Yep. Horribly traumatic. I was. I mean, once you've had a kid or two, they tell you, "Oh my gosh." But. Stool softeners will become your best friend.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And even, well, even the first P is horrendous.
0: Right. Because when you, because, I don't know if natural is the same. I assume it's yes. similar. But I know with you, when you had the cesarean, they are like, here's this checklist of things you got to do uh, in order to go home. What are you pointing at? An ant. There's a critter in the truck. Yeah, we're hiding from our kids out in my truck again. We, we still haven't got a sound room or a, a quiet room uh and we,
1: we still have a baby who thinks he needs to be attached to everything that mom does. Yeah,
0: we've had we've had kids come out three times now just to play with the dog. It's supposed to be doing anyway, chores.
1: back on track.
0: So I'll be having them running in the morning. <clears throat> Too bad for them.
1: But the checklist that they've got for you after you have a C-section, in order for me to get discharged, I have to poop and I have to pee. Yep. But what they forget to tell you is... Once they take the catheter out after, after your surgery, it's, it's awful Mm.
0: because
1: your body gets so used to the catheter. I mean, yeah, it might only be in for six hours, but your body has gotten used to it already Hmm. and you need to retrain it how to go. Yeah. Like your muscles are like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Let's not do anything.
0: Yeah. It's, it's just part of it. It's part of the, the beauty. Yeah. You know, it's the beautiful part of having children. That first poop is hard as a rock. like
1: You cry. You'll cry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you'll have to take a pillow in with you if you've had a C-section.
0: Yep, To hold on to your belly. Yeah. Yep.
1: And like for me, when I go pee, you'll, so you'll see me grab the straw out of my cup so I can yeah. breathe through it. It sounds so weird. I explain that, what
0: that is. Because I remember that like, was super helpful for you.
1: It was super helpful. And every time I did it, you're like, what in the world? Mm -hmm. But it helps you focus your breathing and slow you down and relax you. Which is super weird.
0: So, sorry for that interruption. uh, I had a kid come out to tell me that one of the boys supposed to be doing chores was sleeping. So, that problem has been solved. So, anyway, you were talking about the straw uh, when you're trying to pee.
1: Yeah, like, even though, even though it, it's super weird. It helps, and like.
0: So, what exactly do you do? I you, guess.
1: Well, like you go to the bathroom, you sit there like you're going to. hmm You relax and you just breathe through the straw, like blow, blow air through the straw.
0: No, it's like you're, or are you just breathing no, you normally. Just, really. Yeah. And it helps you pee. Yeah. I know. I remember when you did it the first time because I actually stayed in the hospital. Uh, I was like, why is this helpful? You kind of just shrug your shoulders and no, 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 you know, and it worked.
1: It's kind of, yeah. one, of those,
0: one of those things, if it's dumb, but it works, it ain't dumb. So. That's exactly
1: it. If it's yeah. dumb and it works, it's not dumb. So, next point. Um, Not everybody's going to think that your kid is precious. Yeah. And you may not think that for a while yeah. either, and that's okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's something I, uh, I always think about when I see, even as adults, you know, you see, like, people, and we all know people that are kind of, Kind of goofy looking, and then they you see him interact with their mom, and their mom just looks at him and, oh, you're just such you're so look at my handsome boy, you know. My mom does it to me, and let's be she honest, she
1: doesn't know any better. Yeah, she
0: doesn't know better, but I think, you know, at a certain point, you see like the the big picture beauty mm-hmm. in your child and you know, what a child is. But it's it's totally fine to look at your baby, you know, this newborn thing, and you're like, man, this kid looks like an old man. Looks like a tiny old man. Like he got, he's he's bald headed. He's he's all wrinkly.
1: Man, this kid makes some ugly faces. He's, he's collecting
0: social security. It's just not good, you know. <laughs> but it's that's totally fine, you know. Yeah. I I think uh, for me with with Isaac, especially when I first saw him, beyond like the emotional, like I have to take care of this kid, like I talked about last time, just how he looked. You know, you, you look at the ultrasounds, and the 3D ultrasounds they have now are just incredible. Yeah. And I remember, which, with all of our kids, I've looked at, you know, I kind of, in my mind, would compare it to 3D to what I was looking at, and I kind of fall back. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember seeing that. I remember seeing this, blah, blah, blah. But there's always a part of me that's like, you're trying to figure out what they look like, what they're going to look like. But sometimes you look at them, and you're like, this kid's kind of goofy looking. And then they get cleaned up, and they usually plump up and all that, and they look better.
1: Our kids really plump
0: up. Yeah. Yeah, we have some thick kids with two Cs. You're welcome. But, but you know, past that even, and this is just kind of getting past where we were kind of wanting to stay, but as they grow up and get older, you know, a couple weeks old, a couple months have old. They still phases like that
1: where you're like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure this is my kid. Right. And you, I wasn't that ugly.
0: Yeah. You're like, is this the mountain man's kid? But you're looking at him and you're like... Milkman. Milkman, mm, that's right. Uh, it's, it's, that's fine. Yeah, that's totally normal to... It's think...
1: okay to think that. Yeah.
0: yeah. And
1: I mean, it doesn't change. It doesn't mean that you don't love your kid. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you're a bad parent. Mm-hmm. That's... It's, it's an honest thought. Yeah. And I mean, moving on to my next point, real quick you may not connect with your kid for a minute.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not every birth experience is going to be the best experience. For me, Isaac was pretty traumatic. Mm hmm. And it took me a few weeks to figure it out. Even though I may not have connected with him right at first, mm-hmm. I knew I still had to keep going. Yeah. Keep trying.
0: Uh, tell them about that. You were talking about when you were upstairs and you had that, like, a click realization. Oh, wh-
1: okay. So, Steve had just gone back to work after we had Isaac. He was working third shift and Isaac and I were laying in bed. And he had, he had just fallen asleep. It was probably two in the morning. And I had a realization that everything that little boy needed had to come from me. Because if I chose to stop parenting at that point, he'd die. Right. Because even his cries weren't loud enough that anybody, any normal person would hear them. Right.
0: Especially at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Right.
1: And if I chose to be a parent that just left because I needed to be me, Mm -hmm. he would die. He would die without me. Yep. And that hit me so hard because at that point, I just, I just wanted to, I wanted my old life back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was a rough transition for us. That was rough. And it's... I think it's part of it. I think anyone you talk to that's had their their first kid, yeah, you know, they they will have some kind of a. Well, I wasn't expecting that, you know. Yeah. Uh, I I think the other thing I want to point out is talking about bonding with your kids. You're not, you're not gonna have like this magical moment mm-hmm. of, oh, where our our souls are connected, and it's it's. A developing a relationship with your child, is just like developing a relationship with anybody else. I mean, there's the element of. You've This got is to lie my, to each other. Yeah, this is my child. You know, they're they're my flesh and blood, all that. So there's like a, it's a deeper. I think it's easier to do, and part of that's because they they do look to you with like all the trust in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of my favorite thing about being a dad is pulling pranks on my kids.
1: Oh, that's the and, best. And
0: the first time you do it, once they get a little older, there's this look on their face like, I trusted you. <laughs> and there's, there's like this first betrayal is usually from dad, you know. And it gets real bad when mom does it because mommy's always there. You know, mommy's always <laughs> there to feed me. Mommy always has whatever I need. And then the first time you pull a prank on them or just kind of tease them about something, they're like, how dare you? You're, you're a monster, you know. Yes. Yeah, so but be- the reason that is is because up to that point, everything that you've said or done to them is true, has been good. Uh, you know, aside, aside from like discipline, but even at that point, the reason there's this negative reaction from discipline is this has never happened. Wait, what? This, you know, there's, this
1: hurts. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah and I, I, you know, just like getting on Noah, as, as young as he is, he's the most stubborn toddler I've ever had.
1: Oh my gosh. And
0: I just say Noah, and what's he do? He starts getting out. <laughs> he gets that he face. Melts. Yeah. Oh yeah. He just he loses it because, you know. As a baby, he's always had his brothers there. It's a little different dynamic, but and I was gone for a lot of it, for the, on the deployment. But now that I'm here. I'm like Noah, you need to stop. Or you know, Noah, the biggest one, Noah, say sorry. He starts crying instantly. No. He, does, he doesn't want to say sorry. No. He'll say anything else but sorry. And yeah, that's part of that relationship. I have to. We have to develop that relationship with him. And that's the same thing applies for when you have. When you're holding your baby for the first time. Mm-hmm. There's, I think the only thing that's like a a magic moment, so to speak, is that realization of, oh, this, pers- this person will die if I don't do what I need to do. Yeah. If I don't go to work, if I don't feed them, if I don't listen to them, if I don't pay attention to them, right? hmm And that's really the only, like, moment that happens. As far as, like, you fall in love, you know, look at this precious angel, you know, it was, oh, Oh, this is this is a person. Mm-hmm. I have to take care of them. and that's what I hear a lot of guys, especially, talk about that. Is they realize I have to protect this thing. I have to take care of it. You know, boy or girl, whatever it is, and uh, I think it's a pretty common thing. So
1: yeah, moving yeah. on to um, postpartum.
0: This is the big one.
1: Well, not not quite yet. Like after you've given birth, how are you going to feed that baby? For us, it was nursing. Mm. And nobody tells you how hard nursing is. Mm. Yes, it's natural, but it doesn't come naturally. You have to be taught how to nurse your baby. Right. Nobody tells you that for the first however long, I don't remember how long it is, but like the first time you nurse your baby, your uterus is going to contract. You're going to be in pain and it's going to be awful. Mm the first six weeks of nursing are the worst mm. and I mean I've nursed all of all of the boys and I mean so far I'm on nine and a half years of consecutive nursing
0: yeah yep
1: which yeah that's a lot for anybody not the same kids obviously mm-hmm. I mean I've nursed babies that aren't mine I've nursed all of ours I've tandem nursed. Mm-hmm. Tandem nurse babies that are mine and are not mine. Right. Yeah. But I mean,
0: that's something I want to. I would like ask, to discuss another time. Yes. Yeah, no. Is the the biology behind nursing? There's some crazy, really cool biology that happens. Yeah. The, uh, that I'll, we'll save it for another time. But, but suffice it to say, it's going to be really difficult. Uh, I like what you how you worded that. It's a natural thing, but it does not come naturally. Um, and, I
1: mean, every baby's different.
0: Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we know friends, too, that for one kid they weren't able to, and then for another one they were. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes, you know, they're going to pump. Sometimes they got to do the formula. Sometimes they got to do some weird combo. That's, it just is what it is. Uh, I would say to the mothers who are going to be successful in nursing, you know, we, I think we were pretty lucky with, uh, we had that lactation consultant with Isaac and Luke, especially. Uh, oh,
1: those, those first. ladies were awful. And, uh, honestly, if if you hadn't have told me this is what you're going to do even though I didn't want to
0: I said that yeah I don't remember that <laughs> yeah
1: you're like you're gonna nurse my kids are gonna be nursed I'm like oh okay well I must
0: have heard somewhere about how important it was
1: from your mom you guys are all nursed yeah but um honestly your whole your whole reasoning behind it was because you were nursed
0: really yeah that's stupid yeah, I mean, it, I'm glad it. I'm in the I, long term. I'm glad it happened. I really am. That's a dumb reason.
1: <laughs> I mean, it was. What, a, but, what an idiot! I mean, nursing is natural. But if you're having a rough time, talk to somebody who's nursed. Talk yeah. to a lactation consultant. Yeah. Hit me up. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, I've got lots of in, lots You've, of things to try. Lots it's of like, experience. Lot, yeah, a lot of experience and a lot of. Like we found out later, our boys were all tongue-tied. And yeah, we didn't know the thing. Yeah, and yeah. didn't know it was genetic either. Yep. But I mean, there's a lot of a lot of things I could help you with. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, don't give up. The first six weeks are the worst, even if you've got five children, and even if you've nursed ten children, the first six weeks are the worst, mm-hmm. and it hurts.
0: Yeah, and, and I I think the it hurts part. Like I really wasn't aware when I when you were talking about the pain you had, I thought it was just from a baby chomping on your boob. I didn't I didn't at the time realize you know your uterus is I didn't know it, and, yeah. I, and that's a big thing. I think a lot of people it affects your
1: entire body will
0: make different decisions if they understand the biology of what's going yeah.
1: on. Yeah, the more I know now, the better it is for right. me. But I mean, I also know now that your body needs. That you're gonna be super hungry and mm-hmm. super thirsty every time you nurse. Yep. And uh, people make fun of you for how much you eat and yeah. drink. Me, myself. So so that
0: whole saying, you know, oh you're eating for two, if you if you're nurse if you're able to nurse, that doesn't really go away. No. Yeah. It's I don't Good think it's quite it as doesn't. bad maybe. Is it as bad or is it the same? There's that ant, lost guy.
1: Um as what?
0: The,
1: when you're pregnant?
0: Yeah, is, is the, oh, the no, amount of food worse. you're eating. It's worse. It's worse when you're breastfeeding? Yeah. I finally got that in if you were me clicking. Thank Sorry. you. My hero. Um,
1: no, for me anyway, it's worse because I go... When I'm pregnant, I'm going from not really being able to keep a whole lot down.
0: Yeah, true.
1: To starving mm. all the time. Yeah. Like, you, you have to up your calories in order to continue to mm-hmm. produce enough milk. And if you don't eat enough, you don't produce enough milk. Mm. So, I mean, that goes back to the biology, which is another day. Right. But, um...
0: Okay, so we uh, got through the end of this episode and realized that it was coming up on an hour long. So we're actually cutting it in half, and we're going to upload two different episodes, a part one and part two. Um, Hopefully you've enjoyed what you've heard so far. Uh, I think we get in some pretty cool stuff at... And hopefully down the road, we continue to have some things that you guys would be interested in hearing. Uh, We're going to try to keep each episode to about half an hour. Um, I'm sure sometimes we'll go over, sometimes maybe quicker, I don't know. Um, But the other thing is, is if the audio sounds kind of odd right now, I am having issues with the microphone. Uh, I'm not really sure what it is yet, but uh, we're trying to work through it as best we can. So please bear with us. Uh, Please, if you would, uh, we have a Facebook page now. It's uh if you go to facebook.com/uglypeoplepodcast you can find it there. Uh, we'll post updates, um, you know, when new episodes are up. We're gonna try to get on a regular schedule as best we can. I'm gonna try to upload about every Monday or have at least up Sunday night, Monday morning, something like that. Um, we'll also have questions, you know, if we have episodes that we want to pull from your experience as a parent or maybe your thoughts if you're, you know, if you're about to have a kid or you're you know, new to this whole thing, or maybe if you are experienced and you have questions, you know, we're going to put things out like that. We do want this to be a kind of an interactive thing. Uh, We are live on Spotify right now, uh, Apple Podcasts, and there's a few other smaller platforms that I'm not real familiar with, but I think those are the two big ones that most people are familiar, that most people use. Um, So like I said, if you would, please tell a friend, share, um, and we hope to be able to continue to bring you guys some good content. Thanks